What makes you an expert about alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, addiction, or even recovery? What is your experience with these issues? Some people look at being a user as having the most experience. The person who is using lives it, and their experience sheds light on what it's like to be someone struggling with an addiction to substances and behavior. But does it make them an expert? What happens when someone believes because they use the substance or engage in their behavior, they know the most? Welcome listeners to another episode of Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast, which is the follow-up to the book Addiction and Recovery. I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier. Here on this podcast, we explore issues related to different topics about addiction and recovery. Information you learned here is not typical of what you'd find in traditional resources and comes from my work as a clinical supervisor, substance abuse counselor, and licensed professional counselor, and the work with individuals and others involved in this field. Listen as we talk about a wide range of issues looking to educate individuals, families, communities, organizations, institutions, mental health professionals, educators, and anyone else impacted by addiction and recovery. There are a lot of professional titles in the work that I do as a counselor. You know, addiction counselor, addiction specialist, addiction professional, professional addiction interventionist. That's just in the role that I have. And you can even look into it With other professional areas, like there are addiction doctors and psychiatrists and their work with addiction, then you expand that net even wider to those who are involved in this profession and those who are involved in community levels and those who are a part of like support groups. So there are plenty of people involved in this with so much experience and knowledge trying to help other people. And we want to utilize all of this knowledge and experience for the collective wisdom, you know, as, a, as opposed to I know it all mentality. If I know it all, that's concerning, no matter who you are, right? Whether you are someone who is currently using substances, engaging in behaviors, if you're in someone in recovery, if you're a counselor, a therapist, a doctor, probation officer, family member, loved one. I don't care who you are and what you do. You don't know it all. When you know it all, you learn less. When you know it all, you are less likely to seek out support and advice. When you know it all, you think you don't need help. And there's plenty around that whole dynamic of this, right? Like, but What we're talking about in this episode in particular is the quote-unquote expert. And when you work with someone who uses alcohol and drugs and and gambles, watches pornography, playing video games, there is often a, a, a concept that the individual believes they are the expert because they are the ones doing it, right? I I know because I do it. I know because I'm living it. I know because I'm experiencing it. Now, before we really dive into this, let me be clear about something. I learn so much from my clients and patients. I learn an incredible amount from them 
the by far the biggest resource I've ever been given to help others. I always say my story in this profession is not my story at all. It's the stories of patients, clients, or family members, and their loved ones, and other addiction counselors and mental health therapists, people that I've worked with and, and come into contact with in this profession. Their experiences have given me a wealth of knowledge to help others. But we want to look at when we start to think that we are the experts, that there is some concern with that. Experiences can be educational, but they can also be misleading. You know, most people, when they first use a substance, they're not experiencing significantly drastic consequences. Most of us, first time we smoke a cigarette, drink alcohol, smoke marijuana, snort cocaine, or even inject something like heroin, consequences don't always come crashing down right away. It doesn't always work that way. That's why drug use prevention from the get-go, when it's when it talks about death, jail, or mental institution, it doesn't always hit home because a lot of people try drugs or have tried it already at that time, and it doesn't immediately happen. This is a prime example of how experience can be misleading. Some people think because they haven't experienced an overdose means they won't. Not a good lesson learned from you know really a lack of an experience. But we cannot discredit what experience teaches us. You know, remember last podcast episode on starting from scratch or starting from experience. We want to start from experience because experience can be a great teacher. Using something or engaging in a behavior does provide you with that experience. It provides you with an opportunity to experience being under the influence of alcohol, drugs, that someone who has not used does not get to have first-hand knowledge of. So someone who uses alcohol, drugs, gambles, plays video games, engages in pornography use, and so on, they may understand what they are going through, but they don't always understand why they're experiencing things. And I'll give you a, a great example, and this is one that's going to be sort of a follow-up to the Sobriety is Fun episode, but I have never used cocaine before. Not an experience I've ever had. I am not what you would call the user in this discussion. I'm not an expert on cocaine. I know a lot about it. There's still plenty to learn. I'm still reading a, a book that was published in the 80s about it, still trying to understand things about it. But one of the things that happens quite frequently with cocaine users in the work that I do is after a while, they get to a point where they say using isn't even fun anymore. It's, it's not doing anything. It's causing more harm than good. I feel guilty and ashamed the moment I use and I regret doing. It's not even fun like it used to be. Why do I keep doing it? I just had this discussion with someone the other day. And these individuals know what they are going through. Okay, they share that experience. But in that discussion and in talking to them about it, 
They don't fully understand it. They are questioning it. They are uncertain about it. They don't know why they can't stop, even when it's not fun anymore. They are struggling with why they keep doing this over and over again, even when the high that they are chasing isn't even there anymore. In this case, understanding all of that and knowing the reasons behind some of it, I would not consider them to be the expert. Even though they've purchased cocaine, used cocaine, experienced the effects of the cocaine, maybe they've been doing it every day for years, they may know a lot about it. And a lot of those things that I will not be able to relate to because I haven't experienced it. But they're still missing a lot of knowledge and education about it. And this is where when all of a sudden I have someone and they are talking to me about it and they are going through what that is with like the cocaine use, right? And I'm talking to them and I I get into some psychoeducation, right? So all of a sudden I talk to them, I'm explaining to them what's going on and I, I use the word and they don't even know what it is right away but what I tell them is that there's there's something called anhedonia and I'm not going to get into it right here. It's something I'm going to talk about in future episode, particularly about cocaine but just about the idea of why people aren't experiencing you know, pleasure or fun anymore but they... Most of the time, that they first hear that word from me. And then when I talk to them about the role that cocaine plays in that, and then when they stop cocaine use, even periodically, and why there's a struggle, it's amazing to see the light bulb turned on and you actually experience that like teaching and learning moment. And that's where we really bring in the importance of psychoeducation you know to provide education to people about what they are using and what they are doing using something doesn't give you all those answers and it doesn't make you the expert on it and counselors and professionals make this very same mistake in believing they do i've had people tell me like well my patient or client uses cocaine all the time They know everything about it. They drink alcohol daily. They are the experts. They smoke weed nonstop. So what more can I tell them? And because of that, sometimes I've seen it where education and knowledge is withheld because of believing the person knows because they have used the substance or engaged in the behavior. If you ever go gambling, you know know, people there who are talking like the experts, right? They know how to win every time and they play it right, yet they somehow are still losing. They know all the tricks and yet they keep seeing the show, you know? I love this when it comes to gambling. And and gambling psychoeducation is really enjoyable. You know, sitting there explaining to someone what the random number generator is and talk to them about what they are seeing on the screen and how close they got to winning because they had two cherries, actually, 
has nothing to do with how close they actually weren't to winning. And that is where when you start to educate people on these issues about what's in substances, about how it impacts the body, specific pathways in the brain. When you look at some of those things behind what goes on in in gambling machines, and I'm even doing that now with like social media stuff and technology, breaking that down, stuff that's going on in video games, believing that because someone plays that or uses that, knows all about that, is very misleading. And believing they know all about that is really depriving them of some knowledge and experience that could help with their recovery. It could help with the understanding of sometimes why they experience some of the things that they do. And the problem is we don't want someone to think that they know it all. We know the problems caused by thinking, I know it all. You know, it's unhealthy. It's dangerous. It's isolating. It's not full of humility when you think you know more than someone else. It's what addiction wants you to think. And it's doing that so it can keep you all to yourself. You know, with addiction on one shoulder and recovery on the other, addiction is the one that's like whispering in your ear that you know it all and you don't need anyone. While recovery is trying to yell at you to listen to other people. And it's amazing how the quietness of the addiction whispering in your ear can get your attention sometimes more than when recovery is trying to shout at you. Many times, being the person that uses puts you in that position. It places you in that spot where you think you know it all. I've done it. I've used it. I know firsthand how this drink, drug, gambling, video gaming, what it does. But knowing what it does to you does not give you all the answers and explanations. There is still plenty left to learn. If you don't learn those things and don't gain the knowledge that you are missing, you will never develop the wisdom you need in order to make recovery successful. You know, wisdom involves a a really a, a dose of healthy perspective and the ability to make sound judgments and decisions about a subject while while knowledge is really simply knowing something i know about that and anyone can really become knowledgeable about a subject by you know reading something researching you know it's we can all increase our knowledge and experiences for sure help with that but it's wisdom that requires more understanding and the ability to really determine you know what facts are relevant in certain situations so wisdom really takes that knowledge that knowledge and applies it 
based on experience, evaluations, lessons learned. So we can't rely on, if I want to have wisdom in this area of addiction recovery, experience alone isn't going to give it to me. Experience will give me knowledge, but that knowledge won't necessarily equate to wisdom if I don't expand and look at other things that I don't know. If you ever find yourself not knowing something, you know, why do I do what I do? Why am I feeling the way that I feel? What is it about this that's so hard? Why am I still struggling after all these attempts to do it? Those are some of the times where you need to know more about it. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, you I like working with with kids too. And when they're when you're younger, talking to them about what they don't really know about it. You know, like just like in the episode of what's in your drugs talking about some of the things that are mixed cut laced why is that how does that happen people inquire about something like fentanyl and what's going on with that there's a lot of people that it shows you know they're testing positive for it so they're using it but they don't even know a lot about it they're they're sometimes finding out because they're testing positive, that they're actually using it. So, you know, it's kind of, again, that experience can be misleading. It doesn't necessarily tell you everything that you need to know. And we've really got to stop ourselves and hold back from thinking that we are the experts because of that, that we know more, that we know better than someone else. I mean, one of the ways to look at it is take two people who are doing something similar. You know, two people drinking alcohol, two people using cocaine, two people using heroin, two people who are engaging in pornography. Do we really think that their knowledge of the issues are the same because they've both been using? You know, what they know, what they think they know, what they've been told, what they're thinking is going on. It's going to be a lot of different explanations for things. So one of the big questions is, how do we stop ourselves from falling into the trap of thinking because we are users, that means we are the experts and therefore knowing it all. So there's three tips to give for this episode. Number one is the expert trap. The more I say I know it all, the less I learn. That is what you need to say to yourself as a reminder of the need to keep learning. The more you think that you are the expert, we got to go back and look at less likely we're going to be to ask for help. Less likely we are going to be to say, I don't know less likely we are to find out answers or to understand problems. If we think that we know it all, 
we are not going to really see the need to do anything different and especially seek the help of others. So things that I know this or I know more than them, I know more than they do, careful because you are getting kind of closer and closer to the expert trap. Those are little like cheese crumbs. <laughs> leading to the, the mouse trap for that cheese Wisconsin reference there. Number two, wisdom of crowds, collective knowledge and experience. We need a collection from all different perspectives and experiences. My father introduced me to a book a very long time ago. I mean, not going to say very long time ago, but it was called The Wisdom of Crowds. And it was an amazing book that really talked about, you know, collective wisdom. And it really taught me over the time that if I want to gain, you know, knowledge and wisdom and really get a better understanding, I can't just rely on the same person or people to provide me with that. So if I'm trying to learn about something related to this field, I need to know by reaching out to different people. I want to know from someone who is actively using. I want to know from someone who is in recovery. I want to know from someone who is a therapist in this, a counselor, maybe a probation officer, maybe a family member. I want to know from the community, maybe like law enforcement, maybe medical not just from the experience of someone who uses. We want more people involved that provides different experiences, different information, different perspectives, so we can use all that knowledge to better give us a chance to form wisdom. So relying on the person that's using as the expert in this, we're not drawing upon other sources of experience and knowledge. Number three, search for knowledge in order to gain wisdom. You must be on the lookout for areas to learn. I really enjoy it when a client or a patient is talking to me about wanting to learn some things. You know, they're asking about books to read or research articles that I can find them or information about addiction and the brain. A very popular group, a counselor, started at the clinic and helped them develop was one that was just called Addiction in the Brain. Purely a psychoeducation group. And the amount of information people were learning was amazing. And the best part was the participants wanted to keep learning they wanted to know more about what was going on in their brain because of their substance use. And just providing that education was helpful for them to understand why they were doing some of the things they were doing. Not just to talk about what they were doing, but to understand more about why they were doing it or why they were having difficulties. So you have to keep that that thirst, that hunger to learn more 
if you're going to hope to continue to just gain wisdom. When I had someone once tell me that they were glad school was over for them because they didn't like learning. And there could have been some other things about that, but this is this isn't a field where my learning's done. It is ongoing. It is continuous. So no matter who you are in this, you have to have that. You have to keep that hunger to learn more about it. You know, when you think about it, in a lot of other areas, we we don't look at someone who simply uses as they are the expert on it. You know, driving a car doesn't make you a mechanic or a professional driver. Eating food doesn't make you a chef or a nutritionist. Using substances, you know, consuming alcohol, engaging in these behaviors doesn't make you an expert about addiction or recovery. Knowing about something doesn't make you that expert about it. We need to avoid falling into the expert trap. We need to continue to gain collective wisdom from several people. And you have to possess that search for knowledge in order to gain wisdom. If you like what you heard, if you think it helped, let me know. Go to any of the social media accounts and and get in touch. Go to any one of the podcast platforms where you can do ratings and give a comment so we can continue to talk about these issues. I hope you learned something, not from an expert, but from someone's experience in this world of addiction and recovery.